Good morning. I'm James Hellman from The Washington Post, and this is The Daily 202 for Monday, October 23rd. In today's news, the EPA is muzzling scientists. Mitch McConnell is trying to force President Trump's hand on health care, and nuclear bombers may go back on 24-hour alert for the first time since the Cold War. But first, the big idea. The corrosion of support for First Amendment principles started before Donald Trump, but he has supercharged it. President Trump celebrated Sunday that his campaign to delegitimize the free press is working. The president touted a Politico morning console poll that found 46% of registered voters believe major news organizations fabricate stories about him. More than three in four Republicans believe reporters just make up stories about Trump. Trump tweeted out the poll saying, quote, it's finally sinking through. The first rule of propaganda is that if you repeat something enough times, people will eventually start to believe it, no matter how false. And this is false. Trump uses the bully pulpit of the presidency to dismiss any journalism he doesn't like as fake news. This daily drumbeat has clearly taken a toll on the fourth estate. Just this month, the president has called on the Senate Intelligence Committee to investigate U.S. news outlets. He proposed reinstituting the so-called fairness doctrine, and he declared that broadcast networks should have their licenses challenged or revoked after NBC published a story that embarrassed him. But it's not just Trump supporters who have warped views about what makes America great. Other recent polls might also tempt you to pour Baileys in your cereal this morning. An annual survey published last month by the University of Pennsylvania found that 37% of Americans cannot even name one of the five rights guaranteed under the First Amendment. A Museum Institute poll found that 23% of Americans think the First Amendment goes, quote, too far. A poll conducted for the Libertarian Cato Institute released earlier this month found that 40% of Americans think government should prevent people from engaging in hate speech. There's a lot more disconcerting figures like this. But here's the bottom line on why these numbers matter. If we lose the confidence that good ideas will overtake bad ones in the marketplace of ideas, if we lose the sense that we may disagree with offensive comments our neighbors say, but will defend to the death their right to say them, and if we lose the willingness to honestly debate hard issues, then the United States will continue becoming more tribal and eventually less free. These polls I just mentioned underscore an existential threat to our way of life. To prevent the continuing atrophy of our democracy, concerned citizens from all walks of life and both parties must speak up for the virtue and necessity of the First Amendment wherever and whenever it comes under attack. There also clearly needs to be a national commitment to civic education. And that's the big idea. Here are three other headlines that should be on your radar. Number one, the Environmental Protection Agency has instructed two of its scientists and one contractor not to speak at a scientific conference today in Providence, Rhode Island. EPA officials won't explain their decision, but the move is sparking criticism from academics and congressional Democrats. The conference marks the culmination of a three-year massive report on the status of Narragansett Bay, which is New England's largest estuary, and the challenges it faces. Climate change is a significant factor in the 500-page report. Number two, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell said Sunday he's ready to move a bipartisan health care bill. But he needs Donald Trump, who's been wavering in his support, to clarify whether or not he will sign it if he forces his members to cast the tough vote. 
Last week, Republican Senator Lamar Alexander and Democratic Senator Patty Murray announced a bipartisan agreement to restore federal payments that could help offset out-of-pocket health insurance costs for low-income Americans. The deal would give states more flexibility in how they regulate health coverage. Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer said Sunday that all 48 Senate Democrats are ready to support this agreement. Trump phoned in last night to a House Republican conference call to talk about tax reform, and he plans to go to the Capitol on Tuesday afternoon to have lunch with Senate Republicans. This will surely come up. Number three, the U.S. Air Force is preparing to put nuclear bombers on 24-hour alert, a position not taken since the Cold War. Defense One reports that this means the long-dormant concrete pads at the ends of Barksdale Air Force Base's 11,000-foot runway could once again find several B-52s parked on them, laden with nuclear weapons and set to take off at a moment's notice. General David Goldfein, the Air Force Chief of Staff, stressed that the alert order had not been given, but that preparations are underway in anticipation that it might come. Goldfein is asking his force to think about new ways that nuclear weapons can be used for deterrence, or even combat. And that's The Daily 202 for Monday, October 23rd. You can read much more about declining public support for the First Amendment, including several poll results I didn't mention, in my newsletter at WashingtonPost.com Daily202. Thanks so much for listening. I'm James Homan, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.